0: Hello everyone, this is uh, the latest edition of Bible Study Podcasts, and, and I am Justin, but uh, before we begin with our podcast today, I, I just want to take a minute or two to stop and pray with you. And I know that a lot of times we talk big as Christians and we emphasize how powerful prayer is, and, and it really is, but we don't ever seem to really do it, And and if we do pray, it's only for a moment or two. So I, I really want to take just a moment or two here to encourage you to pray and just kind of to pray with you. and First, I'd like to ask you to please be praying for me and my wife in your prayer times, you know, in your personal times. And My wife has had an awful battle with a sinus infection, which seems to be going around in this area, but thankfully she seems to be beginning to recover. So please pray that she will continue to recover and that she'll be free of this pain. And, and I, I want to ask you to pray for me as well. I, I feel like you, the listeners, have gotten to know me a bit more over the past almost 11 months now, and and I really just want to help you to know how you can pray for me. I, I know a lot of you have emailed me and asked, how can I pray for you? So let me just uh give you one or two things here you can. Please pray that I won't overextend myself and that I use good discernment knowing what to go after. I, I tend to be somebody that as soon as something comes along, I, I want to jump on, especially if it's something that sounds good. But we're only given so many hours in a day so as you well know that usually doesn't turn out so good so helping to know what is right to do and pray that i'll use good discernment in figuring that out and 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 right now i'm carrying on a a good amount of stuff i've got a full-time job and a part-time church job and a full load at seminary and this podcast ministry and you know and, and then the normal everyday activities of life and and frankly, friends, I, I kind of feel tired from time to time. So please just pray that I can do what I need to do, but also that I can take the time to rest and exercise, and get out of some of this stress. And pray that I wouldn't get in a whiny mood, or you know, I I know we all love to wallow around in our own self-pity, but I really don't want to do that. So I just pray that uh, God would remind me that there's a reason behind all this, there's a purpose for it, there's a bigger goal, and that is people coming to him, and and I want to ask you to pray for this ministry. I, I know many of you do, and many of you email me and say that you have been for quite a while. But I just want to ask you to continue to pray for us, as there's more and more people who are coming alongside of us, and we're growing daily. You know, there's a lot of you who have supported us. You can hear a message at the end about that more. There, there are a good number of people who are kind of behind the scenes that we've added. Just technical people, website people, this and that. And, and in case you didn't know, we, we've we upgraded servers numerous times now. We've we've broken records that we had set before for how many people have listened. So there's just a, a lot going on in terms of the logistics of the ministry, but there's also a lot going on in terms of the teachers, in terms of the content. So please just be praying for us, because we're all just a bunch of people who are trying to serve God the best we know how. And and there's nothing overly special about us that makes us any different. It's only by God's Word that we're able to do any of this. It's only by His power in us, through the Holy Spirit living within us, that we're able to go on from day to day. And so, I just want to ask you to pray for us. Pray that this ministry will remain strong, remain growing, and, you know, we we'll hopefully continue to be a help to the many of you who listen regularly and the many who will begin to listen and and you know hopefully the people who are being turned on to us just now and uh, and if I could I want to kind of take a moment to pray for you pray for you the listeners oh father you're so faithful and so true and all we can do is praise you for that Help us all to never lose sight of the fact that you are our creator. You're our sustainer. You're the one who gives us life, and and not just life, but life abundant. Thank you, Jesus, for the cross. Thank you for dying for us, though we deserved nothing. We love you, Jesus, not not because of anything that's good in us, but because you first loved us, and you taught us how we can love. And, And I just want to take this time now, God, to to pray for the many people who are listening to the podcast coming from this ministry. Pray that you will use these simple studies just done by guys trying their best to truly change lives. For we know that it is your word that changes lives and that's what we try to live by and that's what we try to teach by. So please, Lord, captivate their hearts with your mercy, with your love, with your mighty spirit. Pray that you, O Holy Spirit, would Strengthen them daily. and Guide them to become the servants you so desire them to be. Please shape all these listeners and us into your children so that we can stand together before your heavenly throne and, and one day unite, saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty who was and is and is to come. Challenge us with your word, O oh God. Challenge us with the Bible and inspire us with your creation, the witness that you have left of your masterwork. Lord Jesus, please, help us to love you, to pursue you more and more each day. And Lord, in so doing, take that love out everywhere we go. Help us, Lord, first to love God and then to love our neighbors. And Lord, we pray all these things in Your name. Amen. Is Jesus suicidal? Is He crazy? Who is He anyway? We're going to see these questions from the Jews on today's Bible Study Podcast. Hello and welcome to a new edition of Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Justin, and I'm just so glad to be with you tonight. Uh, tonight we have an intriguing conversation between Jesus and the Pharisees, so please go ahead and turn in your Bibles if you can to John chapter 8, verse 21. While you do so, I'd like to say thank you once again for sending me your fitness and health tips and, and all your kind words this week. And, and as I promise, I'll give you one today from a listener somewhere in America, uh, his tip was to start a new exercise program slowly. And what he means is that oftentimes we will jump into exercise and try to go full blast right from the start when when our bodies are just not used to that sort of beating. And, and this usually will end in us hurting ourselves or being turned off quickly or, or just giving up. So as our listener pointed out, the solution to this is simple. Start out slowly. Don't be afraid to start by just walking down the block and back. Don't be scared to start weight training with just the bar. It's okay. Start small and work your way up. As this gentleman advised me, it's better to start out trying 20 or 30 reps of a low weight and succeeding than it is to try 5 reps of a high weight and fail. So start small and work up. I mean, that sounds like a pretty good tip to me. So If you'd like to join the conversation and give me some of your health and exercise tips, as well as any other prayer concerns or questions or comments or anything else you may have to say or would like to tell me, please go ahead and email me at Bible Study Podcast Justin at Gmail dot com. Also, I'd like to ask you to be in prayer for my wife's family. Uh, we found out late last night that while walking her dogs, my my wife's aunt was tragically killed by a drunk driver who kind of ran off the side of the road and just drove over her. And uh, the man has been apprehended. But as some of you may remember, my wife just lost her grandfather not a month to the day ago. So. Please be in prayer for her grandmother and for her dad as, as they try to just pick up the pieces after losing their husband and daughter and losing their father and sister respectively. Um. With that said, let, let's go ahead and pray and get started. Our Father, we thank you so much for your grace and your mercy. That though we deserve nothing, you sent your Son to die for us, to die for our sins. Please help us to learn from the opening of your word tonight and help us to change lives as a result of it. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Alright, as we open our passage tonight, we're going to see a pretty interesting course of events taking place. And As you remember from last week, Jesus had just proclaimed that He is the light, and only through believing in Him can one be saved. So as we pick up this week, Jesus turns to the Jews again and begins to speak, saying, I go away, and you will seek me, and you will die in your sin. Where I'm going, you cannot come. Now, the Jews' first response in verse 22 is somewhat puzzling, you know, to this somewhat puzzling statement is almost comical. As kind of their initial thoughts are, surely he won't kill himself, will he? I, I guess once we think about it, I, I could understand where they're coming from with this. It, as that kind of reason that he said that where he's going, we can't come. He, he must be thinking of killing himself. Well, while that was somewhat of a stretch to begin with, Jesus answers their thinking by clarifying what he meant. As we read on in verses 23 and 24, You are from below, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. Therefore, I said to you that you will die in your sins, for unless you believe that I am He, you will die in your sins. You see, what they didn't get was in what sense Jesus was speaking to them. If he was speaking in a temporal sense, it's somewhat understandable that the Jews would think that Jesus has suicide on the brain, because The only way that Jesus could go somewhere, temporally speaking, that they could not follow, was if he was dead. The only way to guarantee that would be to kill himself. So we can kind of see where they're coming from, but the problem is that Jesus is not talking about this temporally. See, Jesus begins in verse 23 by telling them that their thinking is fundamentally wrong. You see, they're from below. Now this is different from what we saw back in John 3. Back then, he told the leaders that they were of this world, and thus they spoke according to the ways of the earth. However, now he has begun to say that you are from below, and I am from above. In other words, Jesus is saying that he is fundamentally different from the Jews. They are from the exact opposite ends of the spectrum from him. Notice the imagery taking place here. Jesus says he is from above. You know, associated with God, with heaven, the good. Whereas the Jewish leaders are from below. Associated kind of with death, with hell, with the devil. He continues to reiterate what he had been told and what he had told the Pharisees earlier. You are of this world, I am not. What this boils down to is the fact that Jesus is setting the record straight that you Jewish leaders are not like me. Although on the exterior we may both seem to be teachers of the law, although some call both of us rabbis, we're not in the same class. For you are of this world, and you are from below. I'm not of this world, and I am from above. So having set this groundwork, Jesus goes back to what he said earlier in verse 21, saying, That's why I said you would die in your sins. Why will they die in their sins? Because they are in sin and they will not believe that Jesus is who he is. Now, I'd like to point out something interesting about this verse. First, I think we can see what the point Jesus is trying to get across to them by the repetition of this phrase, You will die in your sins. That's the result that will apply to the Jewish leaders. The question of why this will happen, though, is one that I believe makes this even more interesting. You see, in between the repeated terms is the reasoning. Unless you believe that I am He, so unless they believe that Jesus is He, they will not be saved from dying in their sins. However, this seems to raise a question which the Jews will also raise in verse twenty five and that is and you are who you know who are you now here's where I think it gets exciting Here's where it gets interesting. if you notice in your Bible you know at least in the New American Standard and in the New King James versions, and in a lot of versions similar to that, you'll see that the word. He is in italics. The reason for this is that that word is not in the original Greek. It was added for clarity. And the Greek here uses the phrase, Ego Imei, which literally reads, I, I am. In the Gospel of John, I would argue this phrase is often used of Jesus to mean, I am, as in the holy name of God in the Old Testament, Yahweh, I am that I am. Now friends, I want to warn you, there is some cause for debate in this particular matter. There are some people who will completely disagree with me. But I think that it makes more sense. I follow this train of thinking that what Jesus seems to be telling the Jews is that they will die in their sins because they do not believe that He is I Am. That is, He is God. Now do you see why I think this is so incredible? And Are you beginning to see how much this reveals about the Pharisees? First, Jesus has just boiled down the entire struggle and the strife of the Pharisees into this one statement. You can't go where I'm going because you are sin. You are in sin. And because you are of this world and you are from below, you will die in your sins because you don't believe in me. Now, why does this matter? Because I'm from above. I'm not of this world, which you seem to be trying to please so much. But guess what? The most important part is... I'm not of this world and I'm from above because I am God. Bang! You have it right there. That's the struggle. And I think in revealing this and seeing the Pharisees' response of, who are you, is quite telling. These Pharisees, the ones who are supposed to be close to God, who are supposed to know Him, to represent the people of Israel before Him, will die in their sins because they don't realize that the very God they claim to serve is standing right before them. They're so dense to what the Scripture actually says that they can't even recognize when God is in their midst. And friend, that that leads us back to us tonight. In one sense, we are no different than these Pharisees. We're born in sin. We're of this world. We sin by choice frequently, and we are from below. That's our nature. That's where we come from. But there's hope. We can be different than the Pharisees in this regard. We know that there is a Savior who is both God and man that has come to die so that His blood would pay the penalty for our sin. In other words, if you do not want to die in your sins, there's an answer and that is to believe in Jesus Christ and you turn your life over to him. Friends, the penalty for our sins is still death. And if we do not address that, we will surely die, both physically and spiritually. But Jesus has gone through the cross for us, so that even though we will still die physically some days, as a result of our sin, our, our bodies just wear out, we don't have to suffer through a spiritual death in hell. No. We can trust Him. We can die to ourselves and live in Christ daily. We can repent from our sins, meaning to turn away from and follow Christ. And they will know we are Christians by our love, as 1 John points out. So please, friends, don't don't let another day go by until you decide where you stand. Are you going to remain of this world? which will lead to death. Are you going to believe in Jesus, which leads to life? That choice, once again, friends, is up to you. And until we meet again, may God bless and keep you.
1: Be unto God This lesson has been brought to you by BibleStudyPodcast.org, a para-ministry of Clean Slate Evangelical Ministries, which is a nonprofit listener-supportive ministry based in Monroe, North Carolina. While our desire is that your primary giving be done with your local church, if the Lord is leading you to support our ministry, we do depend on your support to keep our ministry going and growing. If you feel the Lord calling you to support our ministry, you can go to BibleStudyPodcast.org and click on support on the right-hand side. You can make a tax-deductible donation from there. By doing so, you'll be helping us to reach multitudes of people each and every month from around the world who, just like yourself, desire to find answers and meaning in Scripture. We thank you for listening today, and we pray that the Lord blesses you and draws you closer to Him. Keep growing closer to Jesus.